Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Uh, again, this being a fairly new podcast for myself, Big Ray and Mike, we are rolling into episode six. Mike, how you, be, uh, you let everybody know what we're going to be reviewing today. Yeah, so for episode six, we'll both be drinking Brew USA's Pilsner, Light Pilsner. After that, I'll be trying New Belgium's Day Blazer, and then you'll be having Dead Armadillo's Tulsa Flag, which is an IPA. Sounds like a pretty good lineup, man. That is a fantastic lineup. And uh, me being an IPA guy, I'm excited to drink another IPA. Imagine that. Yeah, it seems like I've got the light end of things today because I've got a the Pilsner, and then after that, I've got a cream ale. Uh, but that's okay. Every now and then, you need a, a light night. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. So you've actually visited Brew SA, so tell us a little bit about that place, man. Yeah, I did have a chance uh, to, to pop in there a few weeks ago. I was out on Long Island, New York on a business trip, and uh, being as I like to hit up local beer whenever I travel, um, Brew SA happened to be fairly close to where I was working. I think it was just a 25-minute drive. And uh, so, dude, I got to tell you, it's in a cool area. Um, it sits right off a little water inlet off of, I believe it's Oyster Bay. So you listeners from New York, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's the, the waterway in the south side of the island. And uh, I tell you, super cool spot. Um, when you walk in, it's it's got a fairly large seating area. Uh, they had games out everywhere um, for folks to play, and I really enjoyed that. You know, they had a, a long bar area, and uh, when you sit at the bar, you can – look back and see into the brew house and see how everything's made. And uh, I, I don't know what this, I want to say it's a cold tap and you'll know more about this than I will, Mike. Um, but you can tell they had their, their system set where the taps are connected directly to now uh, the storage tanks in the back. So you're getting like the freshest beer possible. And uh, oh, I know so there's a serving, term for they're that. Ser- they're serving directly from the tank. They're not kegging it. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. And so I so- particularly enjoy that. No, yeah. So I mean, if it's a if it's a unit tank, you know, which you know they can ferment, carbonate one. You can tap off that, I guess. But a lot of people just tap from the bright tanks, where it's where you carbonate the beer. No, oh, right on. But which I mean, I, there's quite a few breweries that do that. It enables you to uh, tap into a you know pretty much a larger system. You're not looking at a half barrel keg at a time or whatnot. Right. So again, I'm not a brewer. I don't. I don't get to know all the details. Like that. I know you would know more about that. You, you know, being a brewer. Um, so thanks for for helping me out with that. But no, yep. at the end of the day, it's a fantastic brewery, and uh, this is a a great spot. You know, I love I love their business model. Um, if you look at their website, follow them on the social medias. They're huge on supporting veteran charities. Twenty five percent of all profits go straight to charities dedicated to uh, our veterans. So I'm 100% on board with that, and uh, I like what they're doing. So when I was there, I drank a new, uh, new England IPA, and it was delicious. I certainly enjoyed it, and uh, they only had one uh, beer that they can, so it was the only one I could bring home to Oklahoma with me, and uh, that's going to be the light lager that we're going to be reviewing tonight. Yeah, so this is, well, it's actually a Pilsner, which is a... Oh, gosh, I said the wrong thing again. No, you're, hey, you're all right. It's a lighter version of their traditional Pilsner, is what I read online. So they have another Pilsner, then this is the lighter version. Um, so uh, what do you think, as you're, as you're drinking it, what do you think of this? 
I mean, it's it's a lighter beer than I normally enjoy, uh, but it's still it's for me it's, it's delicious. I tell you what I think is it seems pretty crisp. Um, it's got like a very very light sweetness to it, uh, but it's still pretty crisp. It's got you know like I've talked about in previous ones, it's got the right amount of carbonation. You know, it's got a little bit to make it the taste pop a little bit, right? But it's it's. It sits well on the tongue. Uh, it feels good from the front to the back. I think it's pretty enjoyable. Um, you know, overall, I think it's one that you could have a couple of these, you know, and, and being that it's 4.2% ABV, it seems like a beer you could, uh, if you're looking to slam some beers, you could do it here. This, which is, yeah. Which may be the whole point of Brew SA, you know, like, you know, the, the, being American, slam some beers. <laughs> right. So you know, for me, this is very drinkable. And uh, we talked about a few episodes ago, uh, having that lighter beer uh, that you can drink a handful of like we're talking about and not feel bad about. It's not going to be super filling. The low carbonation is going to help out with that. And uh, this is one I definitely want. I want some hot wings. I do. This is just a beer for me and, and wings because I like a lot of both when I'm doing them together. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, what's your favorite uh, Buffalo Wild Wing sauce? So, you know, I've, I've eaten all of them, even the, the blazing, the hottest ones they have. Um, but my go-to is the mango habanero. Uh, that's the wrong answer. The correct answer is spicy garlic. Spicy garlic. Well, that's that's the correct answer for your taste bros. Um, <laughs> my taste bros are a little more manly than yours, apparently. And uh, that's okay. Like... <laughs> i tell so, you what, I, uh, when you, I, maybe a small tangent. When I first moved uh, on this side of the Mississippi – on the east side of Mississippi, one of the first trips I planned was to visit Buffalo, New York, you know, where Buffalo Wings first began. Yes. And uh, I got to try, um, I think it was Anchor Bar, and then the other one was Duff's or Duffy's. Does that sound right? It does. I know the Anchor Bar. I visited um, the Anchor Bar before uh, in Buffalo, um, but there's so another I, one there that claims to be, you know, like where the where it all started. Whatever. Yeah. So, so I went to each place. I'm like, I got to, you know. I'm not going to pick a side here. I'm going to visit both. And uh, to me, the spicy garlic from B-dubs is probably one of the closest representations of what the wing sauces I had in Buffalo. And uh, I'm going to try to stay true to that hot sauce that the Buffalo, you know, the Buffalo originals put out. Right. No, there's but, nothing uh, wrong with that. But I agree with you, man. This beer, I could, you know, I could drink, you know, this is good tailgating beer, a good Buffalo wing beer. I think it fits the bill in a lot of ways. No, it, it does. And, uh, you know, where, where I like the taste is, again, for me, this is a really light beer overall. It doesn't have the the bitters that I like. That's why I like an IPA so much. You just get punched in the tongue immediately um, with that high bit of the high IBU count. And so, again, it's, you know, it's uh, it's great. I, I definitely would put this on my list of beers for folks to try. Um, it's, it's delicious. And, again, you buy these and uh, it supports veteran charities and uh, did you sneeze mike do i need to say god bless you uh, i did sneeze okay. we're gonna god bless you because yeah. <laughs> thank you we're gonna pause for a second ray can we pause absolutely we're not really gonna pause i just need to cough <coughs> hopefully you can edit some of that out do we need to talk that cover that last little bit of <laughs> no we should totally leave that in mike people yeah love right cough. <laughs> man i'm telling you i've been holding in a cough and i was like <coughs> <laughs> No, just let it go. People are going to be driving right now and laughing because oh, they man. can totally relate to this. Yeah. 
be like, yeah. <laughs> Golly. Well, dude, I think it's time for us to take a short break, but we're going to be right back with the stuff that Ray's going to be drinking tonight, and then we'll follow that up with what I'm drinking tonight. How's that sound? It sounds fantastic. We'll be right back, guys. All right. See you in a minute. All right, and welcome back, guys, from that quick break, and we're going to cut straight to Mike. And uh, remind us again what you're enjoying now. You're going to hear the can pop. Oh, it sounds so good. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like a little piece of heaven. Yes, it I'm does. I'm drinking the, what's that? Oh, so I was agreeing with you. It, it does. I'm drinking the Day Blazer by New Belgium. It's their, uh, it's a cream ale. Tastes pretty good. Uh, have, you, have you visited New Belgium? I have not. Okay. Well, uh, ask so, about the brewery? Yeah, the, yeah. So, <laughs> the new part no, of Belgium. Not the no, brewery, New Belgium. No, um, I was asking if you're, as I've been to Fort Collins, Colorado, um, a good handful of times, but I've not been to the brewery. Well, actually, so uh, they started the one in Fort Collins in the early 90s, right? Um, and they get, I think they got the idea as they were walking around actual Belgium, like on a hiking trip, you know, like some of these people do that have a lot of free time. Um, and I'm only, je- I only say it like that cause I'm super jealous, but they came back to Fort Collins. They started this in the early nineties and it's done really well. Um, I want to say 2015, 2014, 2013, I don't know, somewhere right in there. They actually opened a second brewery in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and for the folks, I mean, most people know who New Belgium is, but this is the people that make Fat Tire and Voodoo Ranger and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, uh, you know, they're a pretty popular craft beer brewery. Um, and I know sometimes we have to, um, we forget to give shout outs to them. So, I, you know, with uh, New Belgium, you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just at New Belgium. You can get, keep up to date with all they're doing. But it's a pretty, they're, <clears throat> so I've never visited their spot in Fort Collins. I've visited only the one in Asheville, and it's pretty cool. I mean, it's made to be a drink, beer drinker's uh, tasting room, so to speak. The only thing that um, I didn't like as much when I was there was it seemed like the stuff they had on tap and the tasting room was a lot of heavy IPAs and sours. And it's hard for me to get into the sours, to be honest. Uh, I've had a few that I like, but a lot that I don't. And then with the IPAs, I can respect an IPA, but it's just not my go-to. So when you have a lot of IPAs on there, I'll try a few, but I want a, I want a wider variety. I like some lagers, L's, porters, stuff like that. <clears throat> so this is the... Day Blazer, which is an easygoing L, as they describe it. It's also uh, low in the ABV. It's 4.8% ABV. And it is a cream L, which is one of three beers, I think, that originated in the United States. I could be wrong. I think it's one I of didn't three. I know that. <clears throat> so, quick, 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 quick lesson. There's three. The Cream L, the California Common, and the Kentucky Common. So anyway, it's a it's a cream ale, and it actually won the silver medal at the GABF in 2018, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, it tastes great, man. I'm telling you, this is this is a good beer. Wow. See, now I want one, Mike. Thanks for that. So yeah. add this to a list of beers I'm going to try before I die. Do you get New Belgium there in Oklahoma? Uh, we we get some of them. Of course, we get you know uh, the, the Voodoo Ranger and Fat Tire. 
um, those I think are distributed nationwide. Yeah. Um, the the day blazer though, I I don't know that I've seen that um, at the places I frequent to pick up craft beer from abroad. Well, it's got kind of like the 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 pilsner we just tried. This has got a really light sweetness. Um, I'm picking up just a like a faint bit of uh, hoppy bitterness. Maybe not. I mean, it's just, I kind of get it, and then it's like, no, maybe not. Um, But it tastes great. I mean, it's another made-for-drinking beer. You know, this is just like that Pilsner. This is made, if you want to crush a couple of these and have a good day, and whether you're tailgating or cooking out or by the pool or on a fishing trip or a float trip or anything that, you know, I've named all the stuff that I like to do, obviously, right? Um, any of those, <laughs> any of those experiences, this would be great. The, um, you know, it, I can't, I mean, it tastes great. Um, the body, uh, you know, pretty clear, uh, very light. Um, so it pours just like, you know, it looks similar to the Pilsner we just had very clean and the finish is very crisp. It's, you know, virtually no aftertaste. That's always a positive because that's a, a thing that beers typically get a, a bad review about is that yuckiness that, that hangs out in your mouth after you drink it. Yeah. So it's it's a big deal for me anyway when a beer doesn't have that. You know, I think New Belgium pr- does pretty good to style. You know, the IPA and, uh, you know, their fat tire and all them, they're pretty good represent- representations of the style that they're going after. So I'm going to put this on my list, man. It's going to go on the list. Well, I mean, not I mean, I cross it off. I would say put it on your list. Put it on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's not, I want to try it now. So I'm excited uh, because, just because, you know, I like the viewers or viewers uh, say that like this, my YouTube channel, uh, but the listeners rather, um, you know, they, they get to put a list on or add beers to their list. But, you know, you and I are trying beers that the other doesn't have. So we get to add beers to each other's list. You know, that's one thing that's exciting for me. And I think unique about our podcast is the fact that I'm trying beers that you're not and vice versa. Yeah. So so enough about me. I'm going to I'm gonna take a few more drinks. What are you drinking over there? So, you know, I've got a, another IPA, um, and I've got a rep, another Tulsa Brewery. Um, I've got an IPA uh, from Dead Armadillo Brewing, and they call this the Tulsa Flag. Um, so those uh, who aren't from the Oklahoma area, uh, it was a big deal last year uh, for us. Um, the citizens, we got to vote. Um, in a new flag. Um, the flag that we had apparently was in some violation of state law, whatever. So there were three flags that were designed and uh, went up to a vote of the people. Um, after one was selected, um, of course, it went everywhere. It's kind of a, bit of a big deal here. And uh, Dead Armadillo decided to, to run with that. They called one of their beers the Tulsa flag. Uh, the can art represents the Tulsa flag. And so a little, just a little, you know, nugget of of information to go along with that. I'll tell you from somebody who used to live in Tulsa at one point and came back and saw the flag. I think it's pretty cool, man. I like it. I I do too. Um, I think it's kind of cool and trendy for what it is just for a a flag that represents a city. It's a very, very simple. And just at a quick glance, um, you can kind of see the, uh, the native American heritage that the flag represents. No, so, I, you know, because uh, I think it may have been uh, about this time last year when I visited or whatnot, but I saw it. I'm like, you know what? That, that is so cool. You know, like it's the symbol of the city. 
you know, it, it's the flag, but it's also the symbol and they put it on a lot of stuff and building. I really think about it when I think about like the Texas star, you know, like you've got that star everywhere and it's a part of that Texas pride. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's similar for that flag for the Tulsa, um, you know, don't hate the nine one eight kind of thing. <laughs> right. So yeah, that was a big catchphrase here for a while. Um, you know, Tulsa, like any other city has its ups and downs and, uh, you know, Steve Cluck, when he came out with that, uh, put it on his t-shirts, it became a big deal. And a lot of folks around, around here were wearing that. So yeah, well, tell us more game. about, uh, yeah. Tell us more about the brewery, the brewery. So, you know, uh, I've not been to the brewery itself yet, uh, which is sad. Um, uh... I know I'm, I'm horrible. Uh, Dead Armadillo, though, has its own spot at the Tulsa International Airport. And uh, I regularly go there when I'm waiting to catch a flight um, before I leave town. So I've, I've drank uh, all the beers they have available there at the airport. So at least I can say that. Um, one of my favorites, though, being the Tulsa flag in their IPA, which I'm, which I'm drinking more of now, to be honest. And uh, I, I like this beer a lot. It's uh, very true to what you'd expect from an IPA. It's got those, uh, you know, super bitter notes. Um, it's got a low alcohol, you know, content. It's only a five and a half percent APV. Um, but overall, it's a crisp beer and has a, a spicy hoppiness about it. Uh, but it, it's not too bad. Um, but again, it's not too bad. Only... So would you say it's great? No, I, I would say all right. So no, what I'm saying is the, the the spiciness of the hops is it's not like over the top. So I probably didn't articulate that very well. Oh, okay, um, I got you. So yeah, you know, there's sometimes you drink a beer and it's like, oh my god, that's just way too much when it when it hits the palate. And uh, here, this it's kind of a lighter IPA, if you will, as far as the hoppiness goes. Yeah. Um, you know the the IPA reviewed on the last episode. Um, was definitely, you know, higher in the IBUs than this. And, uh, well, it sounds like it's, I mean, you're an IPA guy. Would you, would you rank this up there pretty well? Um, I, I would. So, you know, I'm not dogging the brewery here. I've, I've had better IPAs, but for a, a Tulsa brewery, this is solid. I would recommend anybody give this a try. If you're in town on a business trip, um, definitely hit them up and, uh, and check this out. So, again, I prefer something a bit more bitter than this, honestly, in an IPA. I, I, want, I don't get the, those clove uh, notes that you typically get in an IPA, and, uh, and that's fine. You don't have to have that, but just, you know, my taste bros and uh, what they represent. Um, overall, solid beer. I recommend everybody try it. Uh, and this one, really, for an IPA, is easy to drink. I could probably have, you know, a few of these and, and feel good about myself at the end of the day. Um, There's another one I would pair with hot wings, but I don't know what I wouldn't pair with hot wings. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> what, what's um, your favorite place there locally to get hot wings? So if you're in Tulsa and you want hot wings, I would say go to Rose's off of 11th and Lewis. And so great local spot. And uh, on the weekends are open super late. So I think they're open until like one thirty or 2 in the morning. Rose's uh, at 11th and Lewis, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Absolutely. So what makes their wings that great? They're delicious. <laughs> the sauce? What? So uh, it's like, like, how do you describe hot wings? It's either they're good or they're not. Um, the, the wings are great size. They're, they're deep fried. 
to to perfection. And and I do enjoy their sauces. Uh, when I get, I just get like just hot. I just want a hot there. I don't go for anything too crazy. Um, but that's that's my gym there, dude. So here here locally, there's a spot that has dry rub wings, and they're pretty good, um, but they're not the typical wet wing that I like, right? It's not the saucy stuff. For the typical saucy wing, there's a place in Lexington that I would say is probably top-notch. And I say this with pretty fair confidence because I've gone to a lot of different places and tried wings in this area. It's called Rooster's. And there's actually a couple of them throughout Kentucky that I know of. Um, they actually may be in a few other spots, but their sauce is what really makes it. You know, with, um, and I'll get traditional or uh, boneless. Um, so with a lot of places, like Buffalo Wild Wings is one of my one of my big pet peeves there is if you get the boneless, you get like a ton of breading. It's like you're eating yeah. just breading with sauce on it. Right. Well, roosters, they, you know, the boneless doesn't have that much breading on it so you're you're not getting that bready taste uh but their sauces are delicious and i usually get them to mix their hot and their garlic sauce uh so it, it's a mix of two other sauces but man it's on point no it is i remember you took me there once probably five or six years ago i was uh on my way to washington dc um from tulsa and i decided to drive instead of flying for whatever reason and i stopped at your place um and uh, you took me there. And I remember I got the hottest wings they had. I got boneless. And uh, it hurt. <laughs> and it hurt. <laughs> I was able to it hurt. Ne- it hurt even more the next day. <laughs> so I enjoyed those a few hours later after I uh, yeah. hit the road again. Because uh, I was able to, you know, they'd already cooled off. But I was able to just pick them up out of the little, you know, to-go box and eat them. And the sauce was plenty hot enough. It was fine. Um, it kept me awake, you know, for the next leg of the trip for sure. Yes. I mean, so, you know, and maybe a lot of people out there listening to this podcast, I think would also uh, agree with this, but I think a lot of the beer drinkers out there probably also are hot wing, uh, enthusiasts as well. Oh yeah. The two are are completely synonymous. Um, You know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Well, so, um, as you're tasting your beer, uh, I got to ask you, uh, do you keep yeah. up with the founders thing going on lately with the oh, debacle gosh. there? Yeah, man. So uh, I read a couple articles and, um, you know, I don't want to say more than what I, I know about, but what I read just is not cool. Um, and again, I don't believe they've been to court yet. There's not been a ruling. So you don't want to just point a judgmental finger, but if what, you know, they've been accused of has actually happened. Um, they get no love for me. I have no problem saying that. Well, I was at, uh, the grocery store this yesterday and all their beers on sale. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh man. Yeah. I read their uh, stuff is being pulled from a lot of spots as a result of the accusations. Yeah. And, and there's a couple of their beers that I really liked. And I, I kind of felt cringy. Like, man, like I really like them. You know, and, and now this has happened. I'm like, oh, you know, like you said, if this is true, they're kind of pieces of poop, you know, like, come on. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, like um, uh, shoot. When, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's like when you find out a secret about somebody you really liked and it's a bad thing and you're like, oh, I thought they were a good person. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. 
And that's kind of how I was with founders. I'm like, man, they're doing good things in the craft scene. They've got good beers on and on and on. Oh, actually they're actually terrible people. Boo. Boo. Right. Anyway. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm all about, you know, guilty until or <laughs> innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Um, but in this, so I, I'm, I'm reserving judgment. Uh, but, you know, it, it doesn't look good. Yeah. And, and uh, I don't know I, if you saw point, it. They I can't it. support them right now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you saw they, they're closing permanently their Detroit tap room. Oh, wow. I yeah, didn't so, see I mean, that. Yeah. They're it's already big making deal. big. Yeah. They're already making big moves and do, trying to do some damage control, I'm sure. But, you know, it's, it's tough. And a lot of their products is out there and it's going to stay out there. And I'm sure some people will be, you know, will still drink some of the beer because it is for, you know, for lack of better terms, it's good tasting beer, right? Well, there's a lot of right. good beer out there. And uh, anyway, it's just, it's, it was very sad for me to see that come across. And I was like, you know, and I watched people's commentary on it and all that. And I couldn't help but just kind of feel like they're a bunch of jerks. Yeah. So. No, I, I agree. Um, absolutely. So but it, it is what it is. Hopefully, uh, as a company, they can learn their lesson. They can get rid of the folks. Um, you know, I'm trying to find a, a politically correct way of saying this, but you know, they'll, they'll get rid of the people that are, that, like you said, are jerks and are, are making policy around, um, you know, foolish ideas and, uh, they, I think there's still time to write the ship, if you will. You know, they got to just got to make sure. some solid changes, and uh, you know, treat everybody equally and fair as uh, we all should be. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. I hope that because I'm sure no matter what people think, there are there's got to be some good people, and there are good people that are there. There, you know, that's a big operation, and I'm sure there's good people there that are trying to do the right thing, and you don't want to throw all them under that same umbrella of you know, this is what they were doing or this is what they, you know, were in, this is what their intentions were. Cause I'm sure there, there's a lot of people there that are just doing their job and trying to make a living and all that. So I hope, I hope things work out and lessons are learned. And I hope that's the biggest thing is across the industry, you know, is lessons get learned. You know, we, we, you know, there's still things that we've got to fix and still progress to be made from a lot of different angles. And I hope this is a very good way of a bad, I hope good things come out of a bad situation. I think that's the best way to put it. No. Yeah. I would agree with that. And so, no, as long as, you know, it's uh, I never want to justify anybody doing the wrong thing, but like, yeah, if you can take a lesson from it and move forward and be better people, you know, afterwards, um, then I'm good with that. But for now they've got a black eye and they need to deal with that. And a correct and absolutely some corrective action needs to be taken. Sure. Well, uh, do you have anything fun coming up this uh, week or this weekend? Um, you know, it's it's close to Halloween, and uh, you know, I've got a six-year-old little girl, so she's excited to dress up like Elsa and go get a ton of candy, uh, which I'm excited for because she gets more candy than a six-year-old needs, so Daddy gets candy. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think my eight-year-old is going to be a witch, and the eleven-year-old is going to be some kind of vampire, maybe a pirate vampire or princess vampire or something along those lines. Right on. That sounds fun too. Yeah. We're actually supposed to get rain on Halloween night. So trick or treating is officially moved to November 2nd, which is Saturday night. So we'll see what happens. Oh, right on. But 
Well, anyway, let's get back to the beer, man. I know that, um, you know, we both had a chance to try three different beers. Uh, how would you, would you put your, both the beers you tried on somebody's bucket list? Oh, absolutely. I would, you know, I'm just going to start with, you know, with Tulsa flag. Um, I, I enjoyed it. This is a, a great beer. Um, I, I've got to support local for sure. And a rep, the Tulsa breweries. Um, again, it's not quite as bitter as what I like, um, for somebody, you know, breaking off entry level IPAs, just getting into the craft beer scene. This is a solid go-to to recommend people to try before they get something too bitter. And, uh, of course, Brew SA, I, I love their business model and what they do. Um, but that, that beer I had tonight was was delicious and super uh, drinkable, and I like that as well. So two two beers on the list for me. Yeah, and I would say the same thing. I think the both the beers I tried, which were both lighter beers, I think that put them on the list, especially for summertime. And I know we're creeping into fall at this point, but I think they're both great summertime beers. Definitely put them on the list. Definitely try to some. Maybe once it starts warming up, uh, late spring, early summer. Get them on that list. Get them out there. Uh, have a six-pack or whatnot of them around. Uh, man, again, it was great. I had fun. I can't believe we're this many, you know, we're, we've had that many episodes that we're able to crank out so far. I hope there's many, many more. Uh, I'll let you uh, take us out with the uh, social media and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, look forward to talking to you again soon, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Mike. I have a lot of fun with this. And, uh, you know, six episodes means 18 beers. And uh, so that's 18 up uh, to the list of beers that our listeners uh, have to try before they die. And, of course, everybody, thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you all. Um, be sure to follow us on social media. Uh, we have a site on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, for everyone listening to the podcast, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us five stars depending on where you get your podcast, give us those thumbs up. That means a lot um, to us uh, that you guys support us. And also 132 sure stars. 132. Yeah. I'm not sure how to do that, but I'll take them. I'll take all 132. Yeah. And also be sure to check out um, the social media sites and the websites of the breweries that make and distribute the beer that we uh, purchased ourselves and review tonight. So uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys. And, uh, have a good rest of the day. We'll see you on episode seven. I'll see you later, Ray. See you later, guys. See ya. Drink local. Drink local. Drink local. Drink local.